Starting Definitely off starting off. Hold on, wait. Get your little. Let wait. me see if your little levels are correct. How these levels sound, Cash? Wait, say something again. Do 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 yep, do yep. Do All right, we good. Do do do. Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Teddy Pender ass down. Right. Was Mike Jones on the original version of this shit? He's on this. I feel like I saw a version of it on YouTube that was like, uh, I'm in love with a stripper too, and this was Mike Jones. Whatever. Uh, Mike Jones makes it. You know, shout out to this other album too. Speaking of like obscure kind of rap references that people, if they didn't grow up listening to shit in like the early 2000s, won't understand. There was a Mike Jones feature, right? There's a Bone Crusher feature. Don't forget. On this album, yeah, Bone Crusher feature and a Styles P feature, and of course, Akon feature, but like, and a, and, and a, a Young Bloods. and a Young Bloods feature on the fucking I'm a Level of Stripper remix with Trick. Da- this Stop. nigga said also, <laughs> T Pain in his genius hey. references the motherfucking Young Bloods in that uh, have it interlude. Have it interlude. That's low key my favorite song. If I have a bad day, you might not make it to that Young Bloods concert. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit's hilarious. Hold on, what else do I need? Mm. Get your shit together, I need man. the I need them that good broccoli, them good vegetables. You feel me? I heard on Joe Rogan's podcast that uh, broccoli stalks are good for the prostate. Um, I think doc- Dr. Rhonda Patrick was on that episode. Um, what I'm really trying to do is get a sponsorship from either Dr. Rhonda Patrick or Joe Rogan. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Broccoli stalks are what now? Good for the prostate. Listen. I'm, I need you to know that I'm high too. Everybody listen, I'm high. As fuck. I just be saying shit to that like sounds correct, but like you know. No, but I, I definitely uh I definitely support any sort of prostate uh health money. Would nigga. you uh it's the most important shit for men at least. Would you nigga. have you ever and it's like, the, and it's have the most you ever preventable. weed before? Have ever booped? I've never booped anything. Take like a little, uh, like make some weed butter. Take it, uh, <laughs> boof it. Suppositorily. Yeah, take it suppositorily. I'm cool, dog. Okay. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you know how high you would be? You think might, you'll the, never come back. You'll never come back down. Because think <laughs> about uh, vodka tampons, nigga. Them niggas be drunk as hell. That seems dangerous. That's Seems dangerous, too, nigga. Right? It's, it is dangerous. Why even play with the sphincter like Why that? Why even nigga? play with it like that? <laughs> then, yeah, is that shit going directly into your bloodstream? No. You ain't drinking it? Come on, man. That's the easiest way to get alcohol poisoning. You know what I'm saying? First of all, that's funny. That boofing alcohol, which is a very convoluted way to consume alcohol. So convoluted. <laughs> is the easiest so way convoluted. to overdose on alcohol. That's funny. That means you shouldn't like be doing that motherfucking shit. If it's hard to do, it's easy to die from. I mean, shit. Be about it if you're going to be about That's it. That's problematic. If it's hard to do, it's easy to die from. That's problematic as fuck. That could lead to some places you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Nigga, kid listens to the podcast. Once doesn't want to do his homework. Excuse ma. If it's hard to do, it's easy to die from. You know what I'm saying? You don't care about me. Were you just talking to kids listening to our podcast? I was. Well, who do you think the youngest person listening to our podcast is? Uh, what, <laughs> Right now, one of our friends that was just born after me. Just born after <laughs> you? Jaren. Jaren. Shit, how old is Lauren? No, Lauren. Lauren is probably the youngest, the youngest nigga tuning in right now. What's up, Lottie? Nigga, we naming our fans by name out here. You know what I'm saying? Call you know it. Saying? Keeping it in the family, nigga, always. Anyway. Oh, wonderful. I hope this Great. is not the remix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was remixes, whatever. Um, Run yo, It The Fuck Back podcast. Run episode, the Fuck Back podcast. Episode three. Trey side. You feel me? Uh, this this week, we're doing T-Pain's debut. Mm-hmm. Debut opus. Rapper Turn Singer. I need y'all to, if you, if, in case you... You've never seen the album cover, like never read the album cover. It's a dialectical translation. R A P P A, rapper, T E R N T, turnt, turnt, sanga, S A N G A, turnt, beautiful, 
pre-turnt. You know pre, what I'm Pre-hashtag turnt. The more I listen to, uh, like, this song specifically, like, fucking I'm Sprung. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, just this nigga in general, but, like, I read, I listen to the album and, like, uh, read the fucking uh, title of the album. Yeah. It was, like, the rapper turned singer, like, idea ended up being... It's like such an influential thing to do. It's just yeah. like, and T Pain just kind of understands music, and you know how we talk about like the early kind of mid two thousands being like the real like hip hop's like weird teenage years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just bubble like gum hip, it was hella yeah. bubble gummy, and, and then shit. like motherfuckers like started to have the freedom to do shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like they they took risks for the first time, and like opened their shit up, and then like at a time when regionalism was super was you know impactful like you know yeah we, we could travel and keep in contact more regionalism and, uh, regionalism though does not in, the, in the early 2000s i feel like it 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 pseudo exists now i mean more so than it did back then because like it was like yeah it only it only t-pain was a, a florida nigga but he didn't strike me as a like now no, no, when no. i think he of florida niggas all yeah. that shit you know what i'm saying he, he was a, but yeah but like that you just know. made like Points. I'm he just points. like he just like understood like mu- like music and like how shit was shifting. He was just like, oh yeah, I wanted to rap, blah, blah, blah but like, fuck that. Like also you know what I'm like I want to like, sing and like just kind of like pivoting the fucking game this way and like because of T Pain and because just like all oh, this nigga goofy as fuck like Kanye, Lil Wayne mm-hmm. started using auto tune and to use auto tune you gotta sing. So like motherfuckers yeah. is just learning to use their learning how to the use instruments melodies. for the very first time and yeah. learn how to use melodies and learn how to hit notes and you're gonna accidentally hit notes you know what I'm saying like yeah. it got people like experimenting again which like you know what I'm saying that's the only way shit is gonna fucking thrive if you getting getting right to it on the, on the get run it the fuck back podcast we diving straight in diving waist deep I feel very strongly about T-Pain I feel you very strongly about T-Pain too it's such an influential the, album like first of all the rapper turned singer shit was monumental for me because like you know i just always been like a, a, a artist that can sort of exist in these two strange oh yeah wait wait, wait, wait. i'm gonna cut you off there but mm-hmm. like i'm gonna cut you off purposely yeah this is how i really want to start the podcast before we got lit all right um you had mentioned in a text but you didn't answer is like how you said that you and t-pain are very similar artists mm-hmm. but why do you think that i well, think you're gonna get to this point like now yeah kind of eventually so. yeah yeah so uh, t-pain and i are very similar artists not to like plug my own i mean no but music like, and shit like, but no. you know this is my show nigga i could do whatever the you know fuck what i want to do i got books too for sale nigga holla at me at, Mar- at Marcus scott williams you know what i'm saying at peach curls you can get all that shit but anyway anyway t-pain has this like transparency like with his songwriting like okay, Sprung was the first time I can remember in my like musical journey where a hip hop figure was talking about how much he was affected by his relationship. Whereas in other in a very kind of like open way you and kind of corny, yeah. kind of corny in a corny way. So and and early, before that, all I could remember is we don't love these hoes. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? I ain't mm-hmm. never sweating off no bitch, whatever. We wop. T Pain was the first nigga to be like, no, nah, though, I love this bitch, bro. Yeah. And then, uh, in love with a stripper came out mm. shortly thereafter. That was like the second single. That was the second single, yeah. And it was like. I, rem- I just remember that being like an uproar for like comedians and like yeah, everybody sure. was like, "What the fuck, love? We 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 loving strippers now? We fought. that was yeah, like a yeah, huge yeah, thing." Yeah, yeah. But I was like, "Yo, especially in the south, I appreciated that shit because yeah. I just not because I was in love with no strippers. I was mm-hmm. what a, what thirteen years old, fourteen years old uh, when this came out. This was oh four, right? Oh five, oh five. I was fifteen, mm-hmm. but the singles came out I think the year before mm-hmm. or like the summer before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I was young. So I wasn't in love with no strippers, but I just could appreciate the transparency, right? Right. And quite as kept, this is the first time I've listened to this album in its entirety. I think I've heard... Same. No, same. Yeah, okay. Same. And I, and ha- I, like, I, I know that I've maybe caught it maybe accidentally in yeah. its entirety, but I like I never like... T- like sat down sat and down tuned, and tuned in. in. It was it was because like... But especially go Yeah. Because go I got to finish... Go I got to finish making this. Yeah, don't even get me started. Anyway. So uh, the... You had said something about my songwriting mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago about like how just like transparent it is and about mm-hmm. how emotion like you can understand the emotions that I'm trying to evoke convey, yeah. or mm-hmm. convey when I when I write. T Pain, I didn't even know it influenced a lot of that shit because or or we have a lot of similarities mm-hmm. in that in that realm because 
he you can feel when he wants you to feel certain things when listening to his music. You can feel when he wants you to feel happy. You can feel when he wants you to say, oh, damn, that nigga said some cold shit. Yeah. You can feel all of that shit um, just by listening to the words alone. Yeah. And now, add the sonic palette. Right? Functional chord structure. Functional. Functional cadential uh, cadential you know chords, saying? bro. Yeah. Like seven chords resolving to like their. Don't forget, this nigga is a musician. A musician, nigga. bro. <laughs> like, Three four yeah. part harmonies, like really like right? elaborate soundscapes, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's like one of the things that I try to focus really hard on. Mm-hmm. And then even when he is being minimal, a lot like uh, the way I try to approach work, my shit yeah. is like his minimal shit is like. It's like on purpose, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He's working with negative space, and like, for sure, for sure. it's not because he couldn't think of anything. Yeah, it's because the it's space like, is just as important. You know, the space, space is, is just part important. of the soundscape. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? So like all those elements, I I like have a lot of I align with him a lot in the. Like, I'm not comparing myself to T Pain or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I I just align with the way I interpret his creative process Definitely. you understand what i'm saying and then i've just watch hella interviews of this nigga talk mm-hmm. i want to just be his friend you know yeah, what i'm saying most definitely Hela- he's a funny ass nigga yeah. he doesn't take himself too seriously yeah, definitely but knows when to take himself seriously and it was like uh he's just a, he's a, he is it's, what, it's that shit a role we were, model it was that shit that we were just talking about on the way home where it's just like when you know that your shit is far surpassed everybody else and you're on and you know it's because your shit is far surpassing everybody else, mm-hmm. you don't need to take yourself seriously. You know what I'm saying? Just the conversation around you is enough. And T-Pain yeah. was a hot topic for, for many, many, Nigga, many, still. many years. Still, still. Name you know one artist saying? Name one artist post-T-Pain that's not influenced by T-Pain. None, none. You can't name none. one. In some way. And like... I, I won't even hear any arguments because T-Pain touched every fucking region. Everything. You know, he was slapping in the Bay, E-40, like on E-40 songs, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? He was hiding the land and everybody in the South, you know what I'm saying? Because of Akon, because Akon mm-hmm. is from Jersey, you know what I'm saying? And shit, and Akon's working with Styles. Styles got on fucking, you I'm know, high. was on oh. um, Yeah. I don't really like that beat, but like, I, I love, love that this, song, I love bro. T-Pain on the song. But I like, love that fucking song. But just like, so like T-Pain was out in New York too, you know what I'm saying? Just like, he touched everybody, you know what I'm saying? He had his hand in like, all music scenes. And like, I would argue too, that he kind of like helped uh, sh- strip, uh, like break down uh, regionalism a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Kind of like, using his, I mean, it's the same thing that fucking like, that uh, Kanye did, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, like all of Lil Wayne or Lil B, you know, all the, you know, Missy, you know, all those people. Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you feeling some kind of way I'm about feeling, this I'm shit. just, I'm very I'm attached. Here. But like, they, they, they just know <laughs> the fuck, what the fuck they're doing, you know what I'm saying? He do. I don't even got words for this shit, nigga. Yeah, man, it, yeah, yeah. Um... Rapper turned singer, the first track on the on the album. This is the intro, right? Yeah, that's the, that's one of that's one of the things that uh, drew me in. Mm-hmm. It was the intro, but like, mm-hmm. intro is important. Every song is important. The rapper turned singer shit. He was just kind of like exp- he was explaining like mm-hmm. you know his the journey transition. and like yeah. the transition and shit. But we go sh- from that like hard ass heavy hitting hip hop like quintessential shit straight into I'm sprung, mm-hmm. which is like. I felt like that was just such a purposeful decision yeah. to go from like some like crazy hard shit to the softest, most non quintessential rap shit you I, ever heard. And that's what life. I'm saying too, because like, like even even like looking back on it now, 13 years later, mm-hmm. even like though that two song combo, he's like announcing the shift and like how shit is gonna be. And like then the shift music, is so you know apparent when he Without, actually even goes if he from didn't know at the song. time that he was like purposefully like. We're going this direction, you know what I'm saying? He kind of just like, I see trends is going like this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, that's just like a very powerful statement that one-two combo, you know what I'm For, saying? And it, this song in particular, Como Estas, <laughs> <laughs> so tight, so fucking tight, and but so Almost borderline. So borderline, so borderline corny, corny Very, but just like t- ooh, but so perfect, man. And then the motherfucking full Spanish language rap verse mm-hmm. on there by what is his name? Taino. Taino, yeah. Taino, I don't know who you are, 
but you went hard on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Did he make this beat? Did T Pain produce? T Pain produced. I find, think let's find every, out. I got that shit pulled up already. You know Wikipedia. I'm looking for that uh, that sponsorship, nigga. Um, he produced. Wiki. What's the name? Come on, yeah, he produced this one. He produced every song on the album except "You Got Me" with Akon. Akon produced that. Uh yeah, Akon produced. It sounds like Akon yeah, produced I mean, that. Akon produced that. I and think then, Akon wrote that shit too. And then um, oh, I mean yeah, most definitely. Um, Find out. And then I'm high with Styles P. Who produced that? Ashanti, the mad violinist Floyd. Ashanti from Murder Inc. Yeah, Ashanti from Murder Inc. produced <laughs> I'm High featuring Styles P. Shouts out. You know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't say. Did Ashanti and T Pain ever ever work together? No, they didn't. Uh, not that I know of. Like I, I honestly don't think so. Damn. Ashanti, hit up T Pain. Hit up us and we'll get you in touch with T Pain. We'll get you in touch with T Pain. We'll find Teddy a way. Teddy P, holla at your gualas, man. Um Another yeah. thing niggas niggas like forget about T Pain. My nigga can actually sing, bro. Like, you gotta yeah, understand you gotta understand this. To stack harmonies the way he stacked harmonies. You gotta know how to sing. You gotta know how to sing. And I'm gonna. I got. I got a point to make about Pass some. Me that ball. I got a point to make about some local shit from from my hometown, from Cleveland. Mm, I'm about. To, I'm about to give some hometown love in a, in a quick second. I get it. But this album too, and I don't know because I haven't ran a lot of T Pain albums back in full, which I'm going to do. Trust me. Three rings is hard. Tr- three rings is. I've. I've. I've run. I need you to know. I need the people out there to know too. <laughs> I've heard massive chunks of t-pain albums but i've never like sat down and listened to whole t-pain albums in one sitting which i'm going to do rapper turn singer has definitely has definitely ignited the t-pain flame for me <coughs> but Shit's hard. i was gonna say my nigga don't even use <coughs> auto-tune on every song right the auto-tune decisions that he makes <coughs> are immaculate Next level. i hate That's this you, song which one is this Dance, dance floor. Uh, dance floor. Yeah, oh, I don't man. like this one. I don't um, like the beat or anything. I think that the <coughs> damn, I'm dying. I'm sorry. Uh, run it the fuck back podcast. This is the last time you're gonna hear me alive. Run it the fuck back podcast. Um, we'll get a simulation for me in the further episode. Um, Hollywood, you know shout outs, come through. Dr. Dre, get four hundred thousand dollars together. Put a hologram get the hologram, in it, but only in this room. Only in here. Um, <laughs> but what the fuck was I saying? It'll be hot as fuck in here with them lights from that halogen lamp. <laughs> Loud as fuck, you know, like a. I, for some reason, I'm imagining like a yeah, <laughs> motherfucker kicking out heat. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, your hair blowing that shit. <laughs> Run it the fuck back. <laughs> oh, but what I was saying about the fucking. Uh, I just fucking screamed in the mic. <laughs> um, what I was saying about like the auto tune choices. That's how you know that it wasn't a gimmick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not like him just like, oh, this is crazy. Like, yeah. let me. This sounds weird. I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna really do this, you know. Every, like intentionality, his intentionality like shows. Yeah, like, where he's let me pull going. up. The, you know I gotta. I, where my phone at? I gotta pull up the track list because I got you right here. It's certain songs that I got. I want to take low power mode off. I wanted to mention like, uh, <coughs> uh, I think it's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Going through. A lot he doesn't use auto tune on that song. He does not. Um. You're not the same. Ridge Road. Ridge Road Fucking is, Ridge Road, Ridge Road man. Is hard. God. But which song does he like not use auto-tune and then he uses it at the end and it's just like, I think it's Let's Get It On. We'll hear it throughout. Like, we're, we got time. We 20 minutes in. We'll hear it on the on the episode. You but I just, I just, I wanted to kind of be specific in this reference, but I guess... You know, if you're out there listening, you'll listen to the album and then you'll kind of like hear what we're talking about. Always it's go certain to songs. The album. Yeah, please always listen to the albums that we that we review because they're important. But it's a it's like he won't use auto tune when he's singing in his like comfortable register. And then like I know he can go into higher registers because I've heard him do it <laughs> without auto tune. Mm-hmm. But I know that his higher registers are, you know, shaky mm-hmm. and and they're not really comfortable. So he kind of uses the auto tune. It's like a, it's like the. I describe it as 
You know when you're eating a bag of Doritos and you get like a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos specifically? I was just about to ask you flavor. Go and ahead. you get the one Cool Ranch Dorito with hella seasoning on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And that bitch be delicious as fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how it is when T-Pain like throws that little auto-tune when he uses just his high register and then mm-hmm, goes back mm-hmm. into just like... It, feel, it feels good to listen to. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, it's, it's you satisfying. Know what I'm saying? You get that little it's face. Really satisfying. Pause, you know too. Oh, yo. That was mad flagrant. Yeah. Also, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we gotta, you know, I feel like we gotta address the elephant in the room, like that lady who cleans her opossum's teeth. Mm-hmm. There's an elephant in the room. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the pause. There's shit. multiple videos of her with possums. With possums. Care. Hella possums. Yo, I think I? it's the same possum though the whole time. Otherwise, this bitch I mean, is but like possums. multiple <laughs> like videos on yeah. possum care. Yeah. And like, I mean, shout out to that. If you want to have a possum, you should know how to take care of it. I think that possums are so hideous that they're kind of cute. I'm Mm-mm. from Missouri. I, they're just dumb. Shout out to Melissa Spitz. She feels me. Spitter feel me. <laughs> Spitter. She feel me. <laughs> she loves fucking possums. But no, nah, I mean, I can't fuck with possums, man. <laughs> I can't fuck with possums. They stink. They do stink. They play dead. Yeah, I mean, you. that's why you just got to get them as babies. They look like uh, big-ass rats. That's why you got to get them as babies so they don't stink. You and they got razor-sharp teeth, bro. They do. But, like, so do many things. Yeah, but, mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I ain't fucking with it. But anyway, the elephant in the room is the whole pause shit. We It's ironic, Ooh, man. Wait. It's ironic pause. We don't, I don't really give a fuck about that type of shit. It's just funny New York, New York masculinity. New York, niggas New York masculinity New York. is such a is such a specific thing. Like New York homophobia is such a funny thing because thing. you'll have a New York nigga like say no homo or say pause, but then swear up and down he don't mind that a motherfucker is gay or not, right? right. But, it, but you know, that's just I just had to address that. I feel this song you know, right we here. Fuck with everybody. I hate dance floor. I don't want to say hate, but you know, like no, I know. hate that song. Um, I hate that song. But the last like minute of that shit, I think, is what kind of makes a song great because it makes it actually kind of feel like an outcast song. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was the other. That's what I'm saying. It's he like, was so influenced too, by Outkast, bro. And like this is when you can like uh, this, right here. this right here. Is this Rich Road? No, no. Say it. But yo, when you can, there's something special about that. Like this shit doesn't happen on accident. If uh art if I can as an artist if I can like show you everybody I'm influenced by in such a clear and concise way that you can understand uh like which direction I'm taking like the music or like the mm-hmm. fucking art but also like take all that and make it something like so unique that you can only attach it to me is a very yeah. a thing that n- very very few people can do and that's crazy you know yeah, what I'm saying man. Like, this is I'm doing without sounding song, without like, sounding derivative and shit. Yeah, without sounding derivative, because a nigga could. I mean, niggas do that, yeah. but niggas be sounding hella derivative. Yeah, yeah. You know? and it's hard not to. You just gotta have a high level of fucking mastery. You know what I'm saying? You gotta under. You and gotta self, understand self awareness too. Self awareness like, is very you know, important. Yeah. The motherfucker you gotta know your abilities to be able to like. Yeah. To be able to like fucking work comfortably for real. There um, is a indignantly like. Ugly, uh, that's the best term I could use. Note that he hits in this song. Mm-hmm. He drops the beat and everything, and just mm-hmm. like hits. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna just let it rock. Hey, hey, what are you waiting for? Oh my! What do you have in store? It's coming up. Here it comes. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nigga, so I like, heard that. I thi- Okay, so that's the first time I'd heard this song. It's like this week, uh-huh. running this back. Nigga, I was walking. I was in 59th Street. Mm-hmm. I had got off the, the, the D. Uh, D. Pause. <laughs> I had got off the D on, on 59th and I was just I was just walking. Goddamn like what neighborhood is that? When you walk up, like down 58th towards like Park Avenue. So like Midtown. Yeah. Midtown. 
right? Rich yeah. ass high rises and shit, all like mm-hmm. that. Niggas looking at me like I'm a celebrity because I'm mm-hmm. dreaded up. Niggardly, someone would say. Niggardly in the mm-hmm. motherfucker. They looking at me like he must be somebody to be around mm-hmm. here. I'm catching. Is that? Then they look I twice and they Marley look at my dead. shoes and be like, oh no, this nigga. This nigga's shoes is trash. Mm-hmm. Thought he was right. I thought he was a Marley, but no. Nah. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's playing Bob Marley. Who are you? Who are you? No, nah, but I, anyway, I'm Am walking I in a down. biopic? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I'm walking down uh, 58th Street or whatever, and I heard the song. Busted out laughing. It's egregious. From joy, yeah. not from like. I've been doing it a lot lately, like just laughing. Like music has been just been, and it's like super fire. Nigga, what you so happy for? I get overtaken with the. I just laugh. What you mean with the spirit? With the spirit. Mm-hmm. Give that. Give it up. You know what I'm saying. And by it, I mean get that glory up. Mm-hmm. Give that fucking glory up. No, but I, I, I bust out laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. Ran it back. Heard it again. Laughed again. Mm-hmm. It was. It's just so good, man. Right. And I think. And like. That's like another thing about the fucking self awareness. Like he knows he knew, he knew that was ugly to the motherfucker. Ugly motherfucker. And like it's like it's just fucking funny because yeah. it's like a because like you you trust him you you trust him in his voice so much that you know that that shit was intentional. Like oh this nigga just being funny shit. He does the same shit at, at that end of uh I'm high when he's hitting the fucking this, notes. This 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 right here. This shit. That's it. Um, uh, That's uh, just place. it, girl. My place. My place. But. On, I'm high right quick. He does the same like funny shit with like the fucking vocals. Uh, at the end of um, telling that fucking elaborate ass like high story and like you know he just like sings and he does his runs and he hits all the wrong notes and mm-hmm. like he's out of key the whole time. Mm-hmm. But he's like half laughing while he's doing it because he yeah. just knows that like yeah, like, if like it fits with the song, it fits with the story. I know I'm fucking singing. And in the song, and it's just like probably can't even sing because uh-huh. I'm high. Yeah, and it's just like it's no auto tune on this song. Yeah. That's just it, girl. Um, hey. what what other shit has T Pain like produced, enhanced, <coughs> just been a part of, uh, like post rap return singing? Cause he was he was a once he came out, like once this album came out, T Pain was everywhere after that. Yeah, he was. I, everywhere. Th- I mean, like I said, I think he had his hands in kind of everything, and like the most important ones being like. Lil Wayne and like kind of just like being in the studio with Wayne and like fucking with Wayne and, and like developing Khaled the too. He was in and Khaled, Khaled like I mean that whole when they were all like, yeah. you know, like fucking with each other, you know, for the first time. Rick Ross, all of them, um, just all them being in the studio together and like Lil Wayne absorbing that shit and trying auto tune. Like niggas laugh at Lollipop, uh, but like Lollipop was a huge. Song. And the remix and the re- and motherfuckers remember when Kanye started using auto tune Kanye <laughs> and it was crazy and and so Oof. like and then T Pain's in the studio with Kanye and like Kanye. once you're in the studio with Kanye like your, your career is it's it's it's, it's you know out what I'm there. saying just it's because like now everybody's fucking looking at you and mm-hmm. he's gonna use you the correct way you yeah. know what I'm saying so like he's gonna like bring out the most potential in yeah. you um and that's 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 pretty much it I mean then like. Even doing the shit with Lil John, you know what I'm saying? Doing the shit with fucking E40. What was the song he was on with E40? Let's. I mean, we got devices here for that shit. Yeah. What like? Um, At least I, I, one of us. He kind of became a, like low key synonymous uh, with hip hop. Yeah. For like a very long hip hop for a very <laughs> long time, and it's just like he was yeah, singing. He was he was, he was the first uh, nigga to sing, but not be an R and B nigga for real. Right? How do you, you know even achieve that? Because he was just like, I'm a sing, but like, I still we, got bars. And karaoke? Yeah. Have you heard karaoke by T Pain? Yeah. Nigga, this nigga T Pain got bars. T Pain, you rap too. The the just fucking the Smino remix Hard. with T Pain on there, Hard. nigga. What? Yeah. Nigga said, let's do it for the zeitgeist. Do it for the zeitgeist. Stop. Stop. Stop, T Pain. It's you too much. It's too good. For sure. And then like, I think <laughs> that like that just fucking spread. I, I want to know the fucking song with fucking T-Pain and E-40 because I remember that it was a song. <laughs> I remember it existing. I remember that I it was it. it was in fact a song with a 4-4 four, four time signature, if I'm not mistaken. 40 Water. You and Dad. Yeah. I've been shaking, drinking, and moving, trying to get to you and that booty. <laughs> what you gonna do when I hit the club? <laughs> hey, yeah, Earl Steven. 
and, E40, and, fuck with and us, man. That, I fuck with you so heavy. We're going to run back some We are going to run back some E40. You I don't fuck even with get you me. so heavy. I got to like. E40. The E40 episodes are going to be fucking deep. You know what I'm saying? Like e- don't let us man. run back to Mac Dre. Um, but T-Pain that, and But E40. like T-Pain, that oh. shit, uh, the you and that was on uh, fucking, um, I get a report card, which uh, Tell Me When to Go was on there. And like T-Pain was in the right place at the right time. At the right time. T, like, tell me Did Little go. John produce you and that? Can uh, you look up who produced that? Cause if Lil John produced so. that, no, yeah, he definitely, he definitely produced that. I, I need to, I need to make sure. Though. I need to yeah, hear okay. that. I need to hear that come out of Google's mouth. Um, but then like yeah, so like T Pain was like fucking with Forty Water and like on the album that like for another time like brought E Forty back to like a national audience or like getting him like widespread fucking love. You know? What yeah, I'm my ghetto report card was huge for E Forty. Yeah, and Tell Me When to Go was a huge song. Yeah. And then like T Pain from there, and then like if he had like on, three if singles if, off that right, album. If you're in California. And you're on with E forty, E forty fucks with you. Everybody yeah. in California will fuck with you. Like people will respect that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then so you're just plugged everywhere. Like T Pain just knew he like knew uh who was fucking influencing music for real. He saw the people who were like, imagine were, like if taking you the had, tools and like using them. Imagine like, if you had as much pool you know what I'm saying? as E forty anywhere. <laughs> like imagine if you had E forty level pool. Just in your own friend group. In my own friend group? Like, imagine that shit. For sure. This nigga E-40 got so much pull. That's crazy. Basically, I'm saying, E-40, if you fuck with us, nigga. Please fuck with us, E-40. 40 Come on, bro. You all from Kansas City? <laughs> I know you fuck with Kansas City. From KC to the Bay? You know what I'm saying? Yo. I'm No, like, no no dick riding. But E-40 really got hella pull. Like, no, I didn't really understand did. it until I met you, actually. Yeah. I didn't really understand how much pull E40 had. E40 has influence everywhere, and like the way he's conducted his business, and like the way he, sorry his business, and yeah, just the way like he also like. The are you basically saying the way he clocks his Fetty? The way he clocks his Fetty is uh, uh very unique. You know on his soil, you know, he you know drops a lot of games. Flambosing on his own, flambosing on his own soil, making slaps. You know, what you know what I'm saying. Going going dumb in the scraper. You feel me? What else they say? Don't even give me this, the E40 episode for another day. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? E40. But damn, E40 XT Pain, X Lil John. Yeah, and like E40 is like another one of those people who just like kind of knew the people to like reach out to. He like, cause like when E40 made Tell Me When to Go, he said like I'm trying to like bring myself back to this level. Who in music is like making shit that like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's who's like doing the interesting shit? Who can like I reach out to to like really bring me to that level? And he reached out to fucking Lil John. He reached out to T Pain, not because they were hot, because there were other people he could have reached out to, um, even on the West Coast. They would have just yeah. been just as hot. He would have got a fucking Dre beat. It would have been hot. I don't even know? know if E40 on a Dre beat. Like, when did my Ghetto Report card come out? 2006. So the year after Rapper turns eight, T Pain was right. Really, God that's, what, damn. that's what I'm saying. He just made but the I don't know right if 06, decisions. I don't know if 06 Dr. Dre. I don't know if E40 could rap on an 06 Dr. Dre. Well, beat I mean, I'm day. just saying that, like, you know, any like of the hottest producers in Cal- like in California, E40 could have got or like or anywhere. You know what I'm saying? He's always had like pull, like fucking like he's good in fucking New Orleans and like in Texas and all these places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but he just he made a purposeful choice, like, oh, these these two motherfuckers is is doing the right shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And made also, the decision. Um I'ma digress. A little side note. Not even a side note, just a note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> this is the this is the forefront, nigga. I'm just saying this shit. No, uh motherfucking Damn. I for, I'm faded. I forgot what I was gonna Ooh. say. Oh no! I was about to say. I have it in oh shit! I can, I'm gonna hold this point off. No, fuck that. Shout out to T Pain for creating a, a, a movement that uh, I want to put this lightly. All right, Jay Z. Uh huh. Jay Z is a rapper. Uh, some people would say that Jay Z is. Is the God MC? Some people some would. People. I wouldn't, but some people would. I would. I would disagree. I respect mm-hmm. what Jay Z has done. I suppose. I however, respect people's opinions. However, every time, every time Jay Z has had an adversary, he's gotten body. He's gotten bodied. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's run it back. Mm-hmm. Eminem murdered him on his own shit. Nas. 
Nas. Ethered that nigga. Coined a phrase. Yeah. Coined, coined a, a phrase. Coined a term, rather. Getting ethered mm-hmm. is a term. I'm going to co- ether this nigga. I'm going to ether this nigga. Right? DMX. Mm-hmm. The entire dip set. The entire dip set. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, now, okay, you might argue Jay Z's always had the last laugh because he got Beyonce and he's balling like a motherfucker. Right, 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 right. Cool, but just on a, uh, and a, a strictly artistry. On a strictly artistry level, that's four, and the fifth, the is, biggest one. No, actually, the fifth is leg day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I the can't even hate because I'm team thigh, team thigh gap too. You know, I mean, what I'm saying? but, but on, I ain't man. fucking knock knee like this nigga. You How know this what nigga two hundred some pounds with <laughs> yo legs, nigga? No legs, nigga. Man, Jay Z legs look so crazy. It looked <laughs> like when he was created, God just was like, huh? Hold, just hold these down right quick. This nigga look like he was. I'm gonna get you some new legs. Years, and he looks, he and has, got, yo. And, got, and just got his shit rehabilitated. He'll be in rehab nigga, for five years. My nigga, nigga has atrophy legs, cuz. <laughs> this I'm, nigga also look like he don't got no hair on his legs. He don't. He don't. <laughs> 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 Jay Z don't got no hair on his body. No, you know what I'm saying. Like, I've never. No, actually, he got a little mustache. He got the little uh, auntie mustache. like a whack compared to beans. You whack. <laughs> no, he uh, got the little auntie mustache right now. He do now. got the auntie mustache. Mm-hmm. Jay Z on his rich nigga shit. He got his. You know what I'm saying. You his, can't. You you can tell he's a rich nigga because of the way he he fucking crosses his legs. Yeah, he crosses his legs now. He too comfortable. You know yeah. what I'm saying. The way this wearing nigga wearing open toe shoes, he been doing that. You know what I'm saying? He been wearing open toes. You give me as many millions as he's worth. I'm not even wearing shoes. You he know just saying? started floating, showing nigga. his upper body naked though. Shoot. You know what I'm saying? And you know, <laughs> listen, he a funny shit. I just nigga, never man. seen so much dad by on a nigga <laughs> that's just like supposed to be the epitome of cool. That's right. It's so and fucking. I'm funny. a rebellious ass nigga. Yeah. Some will say I'm a troll. I don't think so. I just rebel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And whenever like everybody tells me that I should like something for a particular reason, I just try to fi- I just try to see. Challenge I just challenge idea, it. You know, like I'm supposed to just think this nigga just the realest, coolest motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This nigga is built like the great Bobinski on Coraline, <laughs> my nigga. Like, <laughs> that's so, a fact. all right. So, fact. Nas uh, body this nigga, uh, M body this nigga, DMX body this nigga, the whole dipset body this nigga, mm-hmm. leg day, and uh. and the most egregious body that Jay Z has ever had was auto tune. Auto tune. Auto tune body Jay Z. Don't forget. The, the death of auto tune, you know what I'm saying? He Rap said, and, dead, it, and I quote, y'all niggas T-Paining too much. Mm-hmm. What you mean? No, and... T-Pain and, changing the game on and, you, fuck nigga. And Jay was right. No, we are, but because, like, this, this is what shit we is should hard. be doing. This shit right. is hard, nigga. You right. know what I'm saying? This shit is hard. I'm sorry. And then, like, shout-outs to, like... Shout-outs to, like, mm-hmm. old niggas, uh... Old niggas that had a lot of pull at one point. This is another reason why I, we keep going back to E40, but this is another reason why I fuck with E40. Mm-hmm. E40, same with like niggas like Andre 3000, niggas like Snoop Dogg, who is old niggas, but they old niggas that's graceful with they shit. Graceful. And, they, nigga, under, and they understand their place, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Snoop and E40 ain't coming out being like, I'm better than all these. Even though Snoop had that that whole sound bite where he was making fun of the Migos and shit, but still, that's just that's just like easy. You just heard making fun of anybody. Just heard a Snoop song where he is adopting that flow. So my nigga grows. Anyway, I'm saying, shout outs to like old niggas that had pull at one point and think that just because they had pull, we gonna follow anything they say. So Jay Z came out with Death of Auto Tune thinking like. All right, Hove said it. Now it's it's mean something. That song didn't mean shit mm-hmm. to nobody. Yeah, nobody. You know what I'm saying? Niggas nobody. was like, "Yo, I didn't even like remember it until you had mentioned it, like as being his greatest defeat." It was his greatest defeat. That's a fact. Greatest defeat. You and then you hear Blueprint Three. He is you, a song has like an auto tune vibe. That hate song that Kanye, Kanye produced. was doing fucking auto tune. Your, like, your own nigga. You know what I'm saying? Also, shout out to Jay Z for sneak dissing Kanye for pretty much his whole Many career. Times, yeah. <laughs> pretty much Kanye's whole career, Jay Z for sneak dissing this nigga. Kanye will pop off on this nigga. He crazy. Every now and then he has popped off, but then he. So I mean, like, whoop this nigga's ass. You think? How old is Jay Z? Is he 50 yet? I don't know. Look that up. <laughs> is he uh, is he the same age as Snoop Dogg? 
no. Snoop came, and my dad are the no, same. No, Snoop and my mom are the Jay-Z same age. Jay-Z is older. Because he came out in 96 when he was 27. This nigga look like an auntie. Oh, my Damn. God, man. He, yeah, he's 69, so he's turning 50. He's turning 49 this year. Okay, so he's not in his 50s yet. Yeah. Um, Where, where are we going with that? Jay-Z's age? Could uh, Kanye whoop his ass? I mean, Kanye also been packed on a few. Shit, heavy-handed, nigga. <laughs> big Kanye. <laughs> big, I'm sure it's Big Kanye. Big, nigga. Oh, shit. I was not ready for the big Kanye. <laughs> I was not ready. Big Kanye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Blow Your Mind, guys, is the song I was talking about when he sprinkles the audio auto-tune in. Anytime like, he hits that like, higher register, like it's outside of his fucking ability. Because... Anywhere Rule number one, know yourself, bro. Know your limitations and like mm-hmm. work within that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Make your own beats too. We keep everybody. Everybody we keep talking, p- picking, or people that are also producing their own music, producing or thing. like very closely very tied close. in. Like, pro- I don't know, if Project Pack did, but like, I mean, his brother produces records for him, so and produced all of them. And I'm sure that like he was in every studio, every session, studio. You know what I'm session. saying? So yeah. except for when he was locked up, but. Mm. Free my niggas. Yeah, free, yeah, free him from back in the day. Free the guys. Free the guys. <laughs> niggas be screaming, free the guys. This nigga ain't shot up a school. No, we not freeing this nigga, no. bro. He just robbed no. three old Don't ladies, free mystical. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't free. Don't free like, look, mystical, fuck with you. Don't just free take either. Send them Lock niggas microphones. Let them niggas make music from jail. Yeah. And yeah, put it sure. up. I think that, like, there's, like, a weird thing. Like, we all know that we respect the artistry. And put that like, money on their books. Like, yeah, like put them on your books, whatever. Like maybe don't. I mean, keep. I mean, reform them. Don't just like lock them away because whatever you know, prison reform. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that their experiences have fucking uh some value. But like, is keep this niggas away from the general public, please. What song is this? Um, this is the one with Akon. It's You Got Me. Produced is by this Akon. the one Akon produced? Yeah. Yeah. It this is the most like Akon-y Akon. song I've ever heard. Yeah. The hook is fire you though. <laughs> That's all I just <laughs> I right, love Akon but Akon and Young Jeezy <laughs> Gotta take it easy <laughs> Oh man he like Akon I respect his music so much And his vision He's they just won't like let me a gold out. mine for comedy they won't He's just let a goofy sounding nigga I mean I'm a goofy sounding nigga too Fuck it like so. Enemy <laughs> Wait hold on Remember I was hitting my Akon uh, mm-hmm. impression of it? Mm-hmm. Movie ran back his album? Yes. It's so high and confused, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, free him. Free the guys. Free the guys, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Akon, sign us. You know what I'm saying? At least bring me out to Senegal, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see Senegal. I hear it like, okay, so I have a friend of a friend that's been to Senegal, and I... You know, it's kind of like an understatement to call that person a friend of a friend. This is like... I feel like I know somebody who went to Senegal, too. Yeah, this is a person that I consider Boy, like no. a sister of mine. Uh, estranged at this point, but a sister nonetheless. Uh, I'm not going to say her name on the podcast. But she went to Senegal, mm-hmm. and um, she said it was like one of the most beautiful experiences she ever had. She, cri- she cried when she went there. She was weak, but... I mean, you know... Yeah. It's also like where a lot of slave trade flew right, through. I mean, so she was like, I mean, she might have felt compelled or whatever. Brought some sand back. Mm-hmm. Brought like some musical instruments back. Snorted the sand. But no, like they got a pink lake there mm-hmm. in Senegal. Uh, Cameron has been endorsed in Senegal for a while. <laughs> it's I'm actually serious. just promethazine. <laughs> it's a lake of... It's they don't make activists Eastern. anymore because like a barge of activists got sunk on this lake. <laughs> I don't know the si- the the situation in which a barge of activists ended up on a lake. They were just testing um, it out, just testing it out, um, seeing the use, weight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Using the real activists because like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Realism. Um, and that shit capsized. Practical, ex- practical testing, bro. You know, they had to figure it out. That's funny, man. <laughs> That's funny. A lake of promethazine. A lake of promethazine in Senegal. You heard it here first. Niggas lean like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's why, well, you know, that's why Akon is uh, so high and confused. <laughs> he don't know what to do. No, I was saying something about Akon and I forgot. 
or Senegal. Senegal, yes, 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 yes. One Made thing that would, mm-hmm. would freak me out about Senegal, mm-hmm. and take no offense to this, uh, all my Senegalese brethren. Oh, fuck you telling me not to take offense to it. I, was I, mean, not. I don't give a fuck about what you take offense to. I appreciate that. I'm not even sure you even actually exist. I'm not even sure I'm recording this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not am the of sure you exist. Sure. I just watched the entire season of Base Motel. And <laughs> I'm feeling some kind of way. But um, they use a lot of fish sauce. I don't like fish sauce. You don't like fish sauce. Reminds me of cat urine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hmm? at least get uh, try some fish sauce from a place that like they make uh, that shit purposefully and not like uh, to like bite another culture. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I don't care about fish sauce, but like the fish sauce in like the all all the food in fucking Thailand made them niggas uh. Hit notes, nigga. Yeah. They're Mori on them hoes. Them motherfuckers. Um, Hold up. Hold up. Shout out to Tyler. Ridge Road. No auto tune. No auto tune. Don't get it twisted, y'all. And his song, yo, his songwriting is so his complex. His But like so very, very I go simple. Back to Ridge Road. You know what I'm saying? R I D to the G R A D R O A D. Go back to Ridge Road. Um, and like he did, like T Pain is just like a a loving nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like all of the shit he's doing is like with love, like I like I'm sprung, I love this girl, you know what I'm saying? I love this stripper, I love all these interactions, you know these yeah, people. I love this you know lifestyle. I, mean? I love this life. I love you know I love fucking Rich Bro. I always want to come back here, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He just is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I wanted and to I like I really like understand that in yeah. the songwriting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I it's wanted to touch on that shit too, like the love aspect of all his music. And just like the comfortability in oneself mm-hmm. to to motherfucking like again, let's like pour all that shit out on onto onto a song, man. In a time when niggas just wasn't doing that. Yeah. Kanye was doing that at this time period. He was doing that at this time period. For better or worse, Lupe was doing it at this time period. Pharrell was doing it before yeah. them niggas, but yeah. like Pharrell was like too forever. he was too out there for yeah. niggas up until he started like producing Jay Z records. He was yeah, like too sure. far gone. Yeah. Um another thing I wanted to get on before we uh, you know, sign out is on the local level, Tay Miles, if you out there listening. What up, Tay? Tay first of all, Tay Miles. If y'all listen to this podcast, look up Tay Miles. Please. He should be famous. You know what I'm saying? And I know niggas be saying that, but this nigga, please let these niggas know. Yeah, very much so. This nigga, the same way, songwriting, complex, transparency, great vision. Great vision. Uh, and, Makes and his own key, beats. And low-key motherfuckers uh, in, in the town are starting to emulate this nigga now. People in Cleveland are starting you know to saying? copy off this nigga. So, I'm like, you heard it here first. Yeah. Tay Miles, okay. if he ever... Bubble, he gonna be one of the most po- influential poppinest niggas coming came out of Cleveland since Bone, That's since Cuddy. That's you feel me? But if I when I listen to T Pain, I am immediately reminded of Tay Miles. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like I can see just how we can see like where T Pain was influenced by like Outkast. Yeah, definitely. And specifically like like Equimini to Stank on you, Outkast. Yeah, I can Super see, experimental outcast. yeah, I can see where Tay Miles is like extremely influenced by by T Pain as yeah. far as like harmonies and even like melody notes and Most definitely. shit like that. When did uh, Speaker Box Love Below come out? Two thousand three. Okay, so you know the song Valentine's Day on Speaker Box mm-hmm. Love Below when it's like Happy uh, Valentine's Day when he goes uh, when he goes and like. Fuck that Valentine, fuck that, fuck that, yeah. fuck that Valentine's Day. Uh, she got me spooing, what I won't do, got me sprung and I won't do. That's the same melody as yeah. the February 14th shit. It's like, it's in a different. So like, that was one of the things that I heard. Like, damn, did T-Pain... Like do that intentionally. Do that intentionally. You know what I'm saying? T Pain, call in. You know the number. Mm -hmm. You fuck with Mike Jones. You already know. You know what I'm saying? You been had the number. (laughs) You been matter of fact, shit. I'm surprised I haven't heard from you. You know what I'm trying to say. You're a little late, and I won't hold it against you if you reach out soon. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Not. I I can't wait forever. You know. Not that we hot. 
You know what I'm saying? Now that we out here popping. I'm at so brand new. You know what I'm saying? When I'm on. Oh, shit. It's going to hit me. And I'm going to be like, I do remember you. I just don't want to fuck with you no more. I ain't going to even like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I remember you. I remember the times we had too. Nigga, I'm gonna be in the motherfucker. I ain't gonna hold you. It's quiet. Be, it was good times. It's be quiet in a restaurant and shit, right? I'm gonna be sitting like the, fire. like the hood restaurant too, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna just like on some petty shit, drop like thirty racks on the mm-hmm. ground, still bandoed, like banded up and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna, you know, somebody gonna be like, "Excuse me, sir, I think you dropped something And I'm gonna just be loud as fuck. Oh damn. Don't you hate when you just drop 30 racks on the mm. ground? <laughs> shit, let me go in and pick this up. Maybe, mm. I don't know. Shit, can somebody help me with this? I don't, like having, heavy, loose, I don't like having loose change in my you pocket. Know you know what I'm saying? 30 racks. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I, don't give me no papers, what I'm saying. I'm acting stupid when I get money. All right, nigga. bet. I'm going to just manage your shit and just steal the paper just from you. <laughs> and then when, Run you, this when, back. When, you, when we go to court and shit, I'm be like, well, this nigga said don't let me get paper. <laughs> And I took that as a contract that I was allowed to skim a little more. It was off a verbal the top. agreement. It was yeah, a verbal I thought agreement. we were on the same page. I understand the the confusion. I just promise not to do it again. How about that? I'll never steal from him again. I'll never steal from him again. Fuck out of here. I'm saying this in my Lamborghini. I bought the Lamborghini into the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Sat there for the whole time. I actually gifted the Lamborghini to the courtroom. I got a question for you. Um, what was your top top three songs on the album? On rapper turn singer, T-Pain. rapper turn singer. Let me pull up the motherfucking track list because it's deep too. It's like what, eighteen. Mm. And then songs? y'all don't forget three rings, chopping screw. Uh, uh, and can't believe can't it. Can't believe it. Yo, the the snap on can't believe it. Like Crazy. The, the nicest, crispiest, like most satisfying snap I've ever heard. And what album song. got bartender on it? That's the one after Rapper Turn Sanger. You look that shit up right quick. I can't um, find my damn phone. Top three in no order. These niggas got me phone don't disappear. Top um, three. I'm listening. Top three. Top three in no order. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that it's in order, even though you said no order. Well, the I'm on my Freudian two, shit. Two of them are in no order, and I'm gonna tell you the one that's the best one. For sure. Um, it's between. Betwixt. It's betwixt, uh, sh- really, uh, Ridge Road and the Habit Interlude, for me, just because like Ridge Road, he, like is, like the not using auto tunes and like the songwriting, and, and like all that shit is fucking great. Yeah. And fucking the Habit Interlude, I like, I just like it's just like I like him rapping just to prove that he can kind of rap, but like still like m- write these elaborate songs and like play with these elaborate rhythms and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he almost that shit. And have an interlude almost feels like spoken word because you say yeah, like I mean it is the, spoken word. Yeah, Bitch, like, we live in Tallahassee, but it's like a place where it never snows. But it's like uh, I don't know, like the rhythmic patterns that he that he's mm-hmm. saying and that shit, and like the way he manages the space in that shit. Yeah, almost it makes it feel very rappy, so it's just like easy to follow. And like some spoken word is just like a nigga. Wait a minute, you. you know what I'm saying? Wait a minute, this nigga's uh second album came out two years after his first album. Damn, that's restraint. Yeah. I mean, even though like, and it was like an eighteen-month cycle back then, but yeah. I mean, I still, you know, yeah, I still restrained. So, bartender was on Epiphany, and also Epiphany. buy you buy you a drink was on that. Buy you a drink Epiphany. was on that. Yes, yes, I see the album cover clearly. Shawty snapping, nigga. Um, Young Jock is trash, man. I'm gonna say, it, man, I never Ooh. liked his music. I don't want to like. <laughs> I'm not like talking shit on anybody as a person. Um, yeah, but you I know. respect all people as people, but like, if I don't like the shit that you, not everybody can make hot shit. Sometimes I don't make hot shit. Whatever. I fucked with but Young Jock though for what it was. That shit was lit. You I play, nigga, you play is going down to this day. I'm turned up. Uh, I don't feel bad about saying this. Nitty is my least favorite producer I've ever heard. I'm just. It's a nitty beat. Not that it's beat. I just don't. Not not as a beef. I just don't have any respect for him. But the <laughs> damn. Shots. All thoughts and views expressed by Marcus Scott Williams are his own. No, I'm just fucking with Are his own. But like do, the not re- do not reflect the something, something, something. Yeah, the they podcast. do, nigga. Fuck out of here. Well, I mean, they do. Um, I, I don't really The best song is like like that um, is I'm Sprung. On I the think, whole album? I think flat out because, like, I don't know. I like the one-two combo of, like, where it's placed. In the context of the album, I think, like, where the placing of the yeah. album is just, like, such a... We doing this, but now we doing this, and like it's very beautiful, and it's, it's very beautiful, and it's very simple because yeah. it's like a, a like a fucking eight oh eight, a clap, a little snare, and like a little heart, 
Yeah. And like, like just the way he like manages the space again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's singing and like oh, with the fucking harmonies in the back. So you know what I'm I gotta get back to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm always interested oh in like uh, like how musicians manage space because like there's always that uh, that urge to just like fill it up. To just fill it up because like if you are just in tune and you know the shit that is sounding like the shit that sounds good, you're just like, well, shit, I'm gonna put this in here. I'm gonna put this in there. Yeah. And it's the same as like cooking. You gotta like know the shit that actually like matters. You don't have to put a lot of shit in it. Like on Pulp Fiction when she's talked about like the awkward silence. There's no exactly. such thing as awkward silence if you just embrace the silence, embrace the yeah. space. It's just like, it, it just is yeah. what it is and like space is a fucking character in the song, you know what I'm saying? It like, also, like, you can't have the fucking rhythm without the space. So, like, the way you manage yeah. the space, like, controls the whole song. Because like, if you filled every space up, it would just sound like... You would sound like Donnie from Wild Thornberries. That's I'm what only it would sound like. <laughs> Shout-outs to Flea. Shout-outs to Red Hot oh. Chili Peppers. That's Flea. Yeah. The voice of Donnie is Fleet. I, yo, I love that. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, too. Because yeah. I think it's funny because, like... John Frusciante years, though. I fuck with the John Frusciante period. I had, like, no uh, allegiance because, like, I came to Red Hot Chili Peppers in, like, 2013. Like, like dumb late. because Stadium like Arcadium? Even, like, after that. Because, like, that I fucked with... That was Frusciante. Arcadium was John Frusciante. I don't really care. But, like, I just, like, <laughs> I, I just don't. Uh, because on, I didn't on a music podcast, that's a good one. Um, I mean, it was a different conversation, you know what I'm saying? It is. Conversation. Bon, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That. But uh, I didn't listen to nothing but rap until I was 18, so like I just took my time. I find that, that so funny. Yeah, for sure. But um, like, I, that could have been me, though. That yeah. could have been a lot of people. Nothing but rap. I just started listening to other shit before you, which yeah. is, that's kind of crazy, because... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We listen to music very similarly, so for I just sure. it, I find it weird that you didn't venture outside of rap for a long for time. A long time, yeah, yeah. I think that like uh, I don't know for like a long time, like I like like wrote raps. I never like ever like recorded a song or, like performed raps. I just like yeah. wrote raps because I was like I was just writing. It was just like who did fucking practice, write yeah, raps? You know what I'm saying? Youngster um, Click. Shout out. Speedy, and then I just started making. I just started like making beats and shit. You know what I'm saying? But then it was like. I, like I had to force myself to listen to other shit when like whenever you get to that period when you're actually like making music and you're like I've literally gone as far as I can go mm-hmm. in the vein that I'm thinking I need to like yeah. enrich myself and that's when I met fucking Will and I gave him the fucking Wu Tang album for like the first time and he gave me damn I don't even remember what the fuck he gave me but he just like broadened my shit you know what I'm saying hey and shout outs to Brian Michaels Brian Michaels Brian Michaels from Cleveland Ohio. Mm-hmm. Because you gave me in the sixth grade in the year two thousand one, you gave me the Gorilla self titled album. Right. You let me borrow it. And honestly, I heard that album. I didn't even know how to listen to it. No. How would you? You I had no fucking frame of reference for that shit. Zero. It was it sounded like like a nigga walking up to me and speaking in Mandarin and like trying to carry on a conversation. Just like nigga, what? So I'm (laughs) why would you even (laughs) I'm going somewhere with this shit. Mm -hmm. Because I really want, uh, you know, this is still a very formative uh, stage for this podcast or whatever. And I think I really want people to, like, take from, from this or from what I have to say from this is that, like, you have to learn how to listen to music in oh, within that, yeah. context. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I heard that Gorilla, and I'm a huge Gorillaz fan at this point. Damon Auburn, yeah. is, uh, Damon Auburn is one of my favorite producers, writers. Yeah, yeah. Vocalist, like definitely the nine, the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. But I heard that first Gorillaz album, and I literally didn't know how it feel when sure. I heard. It. I didn't, I didn't know <clears throat> what I was hearing. Yeah, I thought I was hearing something that was just not music, bro. Yeah, I, it scared sure. me, bro. Yeah, the only, sure. the only thing that I could even semi attached to was Clint Eastwood because it's the most rapping. It's, it's the, the clearly most, the most, the easiest one to understand. Verse, hook, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, I was 11. Yeah, and like I, I tell people this, this same. Go ahead. Are so, you? uh, I just say that to say, um, I, th- I think that's like the first time I can remember. I mean, but I have always been like listening to Michael Jackson and like yeah. whatever. But I, th- that's. But if like I, had I mean, to trace that's like back, a, that's an easy like yeah. Michael Jackson rap that you can yeah. you can make 
comparisons. And, right. You know I mean, what I'm it's Michael it's Jackson is to, black music. You yeah, know you know what, what I'm saying? saying? You had a frame of reference for that shit. Right, exactly. Know? But I'm just thinking about the first time like I was exposed to uh, goddamn different types of music other than yeah. other than rap and shit. And I, I would have to say it was when Brian let me borrow that Gorilla CD yeah. in the sixth grade. Shout outs. Shout outs, man. You still in contact with him? I haven't talked to him since high school. Yeah. I went from like middle school to high school with this nigga. I think by the time we got to high school, I was like on some other shit, man, you know. Bad as fuck. Bad as fuck. <laughs> Getting kicked out. Getting kicked out. Not for nothing bad. I was just, I used to talk too much, nigga. Mm-hmm. Still I came to much. high school with the motherfucking goal of getting the senior superlative of class clown. Mm-hmm. That's what I said the first day of my freshman year, mm-hmm. and goddamn it, I got it. I'm proud of you, class clown, nigga. You, you get what, what you you get what you work for. I appreciate that you put in the fucking work. Yeah, um, man. But going back to what you said, I like I also tell people this uh, that that fact that like you have to learn how to listen to the shit mm-hmm. because it's literally i mean music is a, a, a language and it's a common language it's easier like understanding music is easier than understanding like another language it's easy you know to also mean? think you're an expert at this shit and you really yeah, yeah. you really not you man. really not but you know what i'm saying this like we is though you i mean i mean i think i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but niggas are putting years of work on this. I listen to fucking music, bro. Yeah, I listen um, to music, fam. Uh, but <laughs> hey, look at we sound douchey as fuck. But no, for real, yeah, like I yeah, I just like not even flamboyant, but like. But I t- I, I really I really <laughs> nigga, like as it, as though of doctor would study physiology, yeah, or like a, a biologist would study like uh, uh, and like put in the man hours learning how to do music. You I. Know what I'm this is sure. like what I do. Like this is my sure. fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is my physiology. This is okay. my mathematics. Like mm-hmm. this is what I view as some of the most important shit that humans have ever done. Music, yeah, yeah, music sure. creation is like uniquely human, and it is it's transcended time. Mm-hmm. It's transcended motherfucking like culture, like culture, context, uh, economic. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. pits and pits and peaks and troughs. Mm-hmm. It transcends all, all that, that shit. shit. Music yeah. has existed through like human, like forever. F- for I don't know, like shit, a forever, really for like from being thousands of years. How to do music for thousands of years? You know what I'm saying? Wait, what'd you say? I said, <laughs> run that <laughs> the I fuck back. That uh, shit. We really got on uh, to being humans by learning how to do music. By music, music. We got put on? You mean, because our parents was fucking to that Marvin Gaye? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my parents was fucking to. They was probably fucking a new edition. That would be great. Ugh, I'm talking Damn about our parents fucking t- on uh, but <laughs> live what was, podcast. What I was, uh, is this the fucking remix? I don't care about the remix. Shout out to the Young Buzz, though. I love Damn and Presidential and the remix of Presidential. Um, Akon, it comes full circle. You know, everything that I say is meaningful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying, like, you gotta learn how to listen to that shit, and like, it took uh, it took some like steps like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. before I could really listen to the fucking gorillas like that, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like, or even like something like listening to Narls Barkley that's kind of rappy, but it's like not at all, you yeah. know what I'm saying? At the same time, it like understands rap yeah. and then like just makes music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then like from those points, I like ventured out, but like it like it takes the fucking work, you know what I'm saying? Because there's plenty shit that like I mean I think about like all of the fucking like. Uh, shit, Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden. I heard like just accidentally from my mm-hmm. friends as a kid, and I'm I just I hated it because I just did not have didn't have I, no I didn't frame understand. of reference. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have no frame. Of, I didn't know how to listen to it. And then like as I got older, like now like, I, you know, it makes me sad. I love fucking Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden more than you know yeah. most people. Should. It you know makes it I makes just, me I sad understood. to see uh, adults. You got to put that fucking work in. There ain't no easy way. It, it it makes me sad to see adults uh, that haven't sort of realize that that's how you listen to music like i've I've spoken to so many people right and it, it's it's a weird thing because like a motherfucker can and we're gonna sign off in a second guys but you know fuck it you're here well if you got right now? we're at we're at two we're at, i don't know we're at like 64 minutes oh shit yeah we getting we getting out here yeah we're at like 64 minutes but I appreciate it we're like finish the thought yeah whatever it. niggas ain't doing shit yeah man um yeah I, I just it makes me sad to see like adults that haven't 
realize that they should sort of learn that music should be approached within specific context or whatever. Because, like, I hate talking to people about, like, a certain type of music and they invalidate it because, like, it's they don't like it or they don't get it or whatever. Yeah, man. I just wish that I could have more conversations with people about music that are that are stimulating mm-hmm. versus like me just trying to convince them that something is uh, worth. Anyway, it can be like even like the completely like I completely disagree with you, but it's like, but I'll respect if you like yeah. put in the fucking work and you know what you're fucking talk about and you have your opinions and your points. I just like I just want to say the next person that tells me that they don't like rap, shut up. I I can't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you tell me you don't like rap, I can't fuck with you. If you tell me that if you tell me that you don't like a specific genre of music, I can't really fuck with you cuz that's weird. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say. That's like saying like I don't fuck with like I don't know. Let me hit that water. No, no I don't fuck with no type of corn and no shit like that. Like that's yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's like I don't fuck with black socks. Well, maybe you just haven't had no, this analogy is falling apart. Falling apart, but, <laughs> but I'm here for you. But you here feel me, you. though. Yeah, I feel you. It's I like, what you're trying to say. Shit, man. I'm hot. Niggas need to sound Blame off, it on man. the weed, bro. I do blame it on the weed and a little bit of cocaine. I haven't told my parents. I First of all, let's let's draw a line right <laughs> here. <laughs> that, I don't fuck with none of that shit. Mm-mm, this is all me. I don't fuck with none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here big smoky. The thing that everybody needs to know is that uh, Marcus Scott Williams lives his life. That's it. I'm out here living my life. Run at the fuck back podcast. Run at the fuck back podcast. Episode three. You know what I'm saying? Coming back to you next week. We out.